Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Adventures in Movies, where we talk about the Indian genre films you've never heard of, the ones you can't hear enough about, and the ones you never want to hear about again. My name is Nathaniel Meir, and I'm the movie editor at AIPT. Joining me on these ongoing adventures is the host who has spent almost three decades telling himself, this is our year. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Just going to go right there. <laughs> Hey, I also won two fantasy football championships this year, so I have some fucking clout. I guess I have to pull out right now. Fuck the Cowboys, dude. <laughs> and fuck your Eagles. Fuck football in, in general. <laughs> this is not a fun football weekend for us whatsoever. Uh, thirty, yeah, thirty years. Keep keep that train rolling, Jerry. Um, if it's broke, don't fix it. Uh, so let's go. I'm Blake. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say we we haven't uh, started the show with sports talk in a while, so <laughs> we haven't. We haven't. This week we will, but because I, I, I have a little bit of a rant, like I've been. Ooh. You mentioned an Eagles fan, like, yeah. And I've been through the ups and the downs. Like I've been frustrated and upset, and happy every once in a while. I'm <laughs> still confused that Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know how that. Happened. Especially when you go to the NFC Championship like four years in a row or whatever. <laughs> whatever it was, yeah. But um. I have never, ever been embarrassed to be an Eagles fan mm. until this fucking year. <laughs> booing, booing Santa didn't do it for you? It was No, that was awesome. <laughs> that, was great. that made me proud to be an Eagles fan. <laughs> that was throwing snowballs with batteries yeah, at him. Yeah, battery <laughs> snowballs. No, that's awesome. <laughs> that's part of the gig, you know? <laughs> like, uh, go birds. Man, people like, um, you know, people forget because Andy Reid is so awesome now, but there was a time when he yeah. was probably like the worst at clock management in the NFL. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, they were, the Eagles have had some rough, rough years. I'm never embarrassed to be a fan ever, but you know, this year, so embarrassing because what a collapse. I all I told you all year, like, yeah, Kate Cowboys are, are a fake team. And I stand by that, but the Eagles, yeah. they, they just as bad that 10 and one record they did, like never was impressive. I think the last, month and a half the whole one in five or i guess one in six record <clears throat> i think <throat> that's who they are <clears throat> and you know what they made me think that the entire nfc east is a stinks. joke they fucking stink Old i completely joke. completely agree i completely it's the nfc least it, it's baffling to me you know um the cowboys like they, they won like 12 games again or whatever and nobody they played nobody they won they they beat was worth a shit really at all and they lost to terrible teams too they lost to good teams. They lost to terrible teams. You said it all year. You know, you're like, you're like, you know, the, the Cowboys are gonna show their true colors. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. When you when it when the nut fucking cutting time is there, dude, they they get their nuts cut. So it's it's uh it, it was expected. I, I'm not a I'm not I really I don't care too much. Um I, I would love to see the Cowboys succeed, but I'm so used to this now that uh yeah, it is what it is, man. And I, uh, we'll uh, we'll see if we wake up uh, next week with uh, new new head coaches. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so like frustrating and disappointing. Actually, not for it just makes you so angry. You know, it's like yeah, part of being a sports fan is like yeah, it's cool when your rivals lose and like mm-hmm. it's not so surprising that the Cowboys lost. I mean, I didn't think they were gonna lose. It's shocking. I didn't think they were gonna lose that game. I thought they would <laughs> lost the next <laughs> game. Like, yeah, <laughs> shocking that they were handled the way that they were. Oh, but, um, there's 
no reason that the Eagles should have been blown out like that. No, no. yeah, at all. Like, uh, did, did Tampa Bay score 35 points in total over the past three months? Like, mm, you know uh, what? <laughs> I, Baker, baby. <laughs> I said, what? It, it, I've never been embarrassed of an Eagle. Never, ever, ever have I been embarrassed. I've seen some uh, shit. But I, I, I lived through Chip Kelly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was so bad that the uh, the Kelsey brother retired. At, uh, <laughs> they chased out the Kelsey J- brother. Jason, oh, Jason yeah. retires. <laughs> he doesn't have Taylor Swift to lean on. Uh, horrible, uh, horrible, 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 horrible. horrible. But that's 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 our football yeah. talk for you. But hey, Andy Reid still has. <laughs> I'll always love Andy. So there's that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I miss Romo. <laughs> now, right? <laughs> like. <laughs> I remember when everyone hated him and even <laughs> Jessica Simpson, but now, now I'll, I'll take Romo. Yeah, 30 years, rough going on 30 years since the, the Cowboys made it to the yeah, conference championship. Right? 27 years, yeah. yeah it, it's been a while, but a little further back, David Lynch graced the <laughs> his take on Dune, which I think he's since kind of like kind of disavow himself from. Um, yeah. Admittedly, I'm a David Lynch fan. Like it's it's not a good movie, but I, I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be. But in February, I'm definitely trying to uh, ride on the coattails of um, the Dune Part Two coming up. David Lynch's Dune coming back to theaters. Very hard decision. Strange, uh, intriguing. Obviously, I think this is uh they're kind of riding some coattails on into the uh, the the second installment of the the new Dune. Which is cool. I think it's uh it's it's probably it's like it's like you know when like you're like what the fuck skinny puppy is playing at the <laughs> bar down the street? <laughs> you know, it's like oh shit. Oh, I guess they drug him out and make some make a few bucks, you know. So I think that's kind of what this is. They're 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 pulling out the old stuff and seeing if it gets some people in theaters. I, I think for a lot of Dune new Dune fans. I think it's going to be awesome to see where if they haven't seen it, which honestly, it, I feel like it used to be on cable all the fucking time when it, we I were growing up. <laughs> but like now it's like, I don't think, uh, yeah, I think it's kind of hard to find anymore. But um, mm-hmm. so, so that's kind of cool. I think it'll be kind of fun for everybody to see, uh, you know, staying looking like rad in his rubber suit. Yeah, yeah, and and see one of the best uh, nipple pullout scenes in Great film nipple. history. Yeah, like just an amazing scene. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a weird decision in that. Like, so David Lynch is David Lynch, and his fan base has grown over the years. That Dune isn't like uh, you don't hear people saying like, "Oh man, I love Dune," or "I have this great nostalgia for Dune," or "Man, not enough people have seen Dune." But um, it's an interesting decision, but uh, definitely. Excuse me. Um, definitely, they're 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 gonna try to try to get um, coast off of the Dune Part mm-hmm. Two. Um, I, you know, I, I well, you know, the way movies are nowadays is like no one's really showing up to anything. Why not go to Dune? Why not? You know, like it's it. The, the thing that's it's kind of funny is like you know, I'm sure Alamo Drafthouse has been playing the old Dune for for years and stuff. And yeah. I think I think that like we have some Drafthouse bleed over into into other. Uh, cinema uh, like Cinemark and AMC, and I think that it's smart to kind of throw some of these old titles back uh, on the screen. And I, if anything, you know, you <laughs> there's probably some real fans of that movie. You know, oh, there's probably sure. some people, yeah, that that love it. So it's interesting. I, I I never think it's a bad idea to 
to appreciate, you know, honest to God, I love that movie growing up. I thought it was fucking cool. I thought Kyle McLaughlin was fucking cool and the weird. I I thought it was weird and awesome. Like as I got older, obviously you kind of look at it and you're like, wow, it's it's a mess, you know. And you it's, you read yeah. about it and you're like, yeah, it's a it's it's obviously got its flaws and stuff. But man, it, it's entertainment value is very high, and so I think it's cool. I think it's. Cool. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely worth checking out on the big screen. I've never seen it on the big screen. Like, oh, me uh, neither. Yeah, uh, definitely worth checking out. Uh, on the other side of of the bad filmmaking, we have a uh, David oh. Gordon Green who uh, recently, most recently, directed uh, The Exorcist believer which we both absolutely panned over the <laughs> course of the past few months but the next installment in the planet trilogy was the exorcist deceiver well after the showing of the last movie david gordon green has stepped away from this one and deceiver which was either going to come out this year or next year is in a scheduling limbo right now do you one do you think we're ever going to see this movie and because i i mean, we've already talked about it. i mean we kind of doubted it but like i really doubt we're gonna see it now oh i th yeah i think it's gone i think it's uh i think it's history man i i you know the further we get away from it and it's i'm just not i'm not trying to just talk pile more shit on like but like it it really is kind of baffling you know after we had our talk at the end of the year about it again i kind of like after the show was over, I was like sitting on my couch, like laughing to myself, about like Jesus Christ, the end of that movie is fucking crazy, crazy fucking bad. It's fucking terrible. Like, and no, I, I think it, I think we're done with it. Uh, I think they need to take it. I think they need to kind of go back to the drawing board, like Wiley Coyote would, and and re reassess. You know, they took a shot here. It may have damaged it permanently. The property. I don't know. I, don't I know. think so. Yeah. I absolutely think so. Um, the um, I, I think it's fair to say now that David Gordon Green lucked out with Halloween because everything he's done because he's done two Halloween sequels and The Exorcist since then, yeah. and they've all been bad. Um, on the plus side, he has Halloween twenty nineteen and Pineapple Express. I love Pineapple Express. And Pineapple Express is a great movie, but that was a long time ago. Sure was. Two thousand eight. Oh my god! Yeah, it was a hell of a long time ago. Great movie, <laughs> like so, so, such a fun movie. But um, yeah, holy shit! I think that you're right though with the Exorcist because I'm pretty sure they're not gonna leave it be. But yeah, just scrap whatever idea they had. I don't know how they could have made a trilogy out of this anyway. Fuck no! But uh, whatever ideas they had, just scrap it. Back to the drawing board. Yes, continue with your Exorcist stuff. Uh, bring in someone new. Um, someone young and different and I mean, hell, you might as well give someone a chance because they hopefully can't do a worse job. I mean, no. fuck it. Just throw it out there. I mean, you've already fucked up the franchise anyway, so... Just I got a great spin. Just do the paranormal activity. Uh, I got a great title for you even. Uh, set it in Mexico. All Spanish-speaking cast. Exorcist via con Dios. Okay, we've spent enough time talking about movies that are decades old. Genre of the future. So the first movie, limited release January 19th, and I just added this to our list because I love not another movies. <laughs> and it's been a long time since there's been a not another movie. It's been too it long. Sure is, yeah. Oh, so coming January the 19th, not another church movie. 
I didn't even know there was a lot of church movies, but hey, this one is a spoof of uh it looks like specifically Tyler Perry movies, and I guess those are religious in their own way. I mean, Yeah. I never really yeah, I never Yeah. I haven't seen too many of them and I never paid attention to the ones that I have seen. So um but I guess it's better to call it not another church movie than not another Tyler Perry movie, though that they do have that X out in the title. It is on the yeah, it is on the poster. Um uh yeah, I mean I I've always been impressed with the uh with the fan base for uh not only not not another movies, but Tyler Perry movies. So that's a it, it's an awesome combination. I never thought I would see. To be honest with you, a spoof on a spoof, basically. So uh, yeah, it's real strange. Um, but uh, I actually think it looks really pretty funny. There, there's something special about a fucking movie that just chooses to go balls to the walls, stupid. Like just be stupid, and I mean that in a good way. Like just be have play for laughs. And uh, this looks pretty fun. This looks like a this looks like a pretty good time. I was shocked. I, I'm not was shocked. I was surprised to see it on our on our list here. But I'm I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> the uh what a cast huh you you have What a uh cast, man! taisha campbell who is gina and martin Fucking Mickey Forks in it, dude. <laughs> jamie Jamie Foxx. fox i mean this um it, you know it is unique in a way too because usually when you have spoofs and like like black spoofs they're usually spoofing like white movie like scary movie i mean that's usually spoofing Oh the yeah. white tropes that um the last time you that i can remember a black spoof of black movies would be the uh Stop drinking your juice while being Oh a well, menace. yeah, that's a great <laughs> movie too. That's an awesome one, which is a spoof of that all those hood movies. Yeah. Oh, this seems like uh, you know. At first, I thought CB I was like four, dude. CB four. CB four. Yeah, the amazing CB four. And when I first saw this trailer, I was like, eh, I don't know about this. But the more it was going along, the more I was Right. like, this looks like this Totally. looks a lot better than epic movie and all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you described my viewing of this trailer exactly. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I don't know about. Okay. All right. All right. I'm on board, dude. This looks fun. I, you know, I think, uh, again, I just think it looks like a, like, total, like, popcorn fun, you know, pop it on, grill some burgers. It does look great. Um, also coming on uh, January the 19th. Now, if you see the trailer, you might confuse it for Thanksgiving Day. Uh, Oh, or Thanksgiving, man. excuse me. But um, uh, Founders Day. It's a movie about an election that's going on in a small town. But that town is just rocked by a series of murders done by a mass killer who looks a lot like the killer from Thanksgiving. Mm hmm This, though, this movie actually was doing the festival run before Thanksgiving came out. Also, very very quick too quick of a turnaround to be a complete copy Oh, of yeah. it but um this looks like a really fun little slasher It, it does. Um, I'm always game for new uh, and creative slashers. Uh, while this may not be the most creative, I think it looks... It, it's like a red, like, founding father kind of mask. And then, like, the, the poster says, change is here. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, this could this sounds great. <laughs> the trailer's pretty fun. Um, I'm definitely going to give it a shot. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to keep my expectations pretty low. But uh, I, I think it looks fun. Also coming out, uh, this this is also going to sound very familiar to something we covered before. Um, ISS, yeah, it stands for International Space Station. It's a science fiction thriller with Chris Messina, one of our favorite favorites, Ariana DeBose, who um, I think won the Academy Award for West Side Story. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, but um, it's takes place 
on the International Space System, Space Station. It's a group of astronauts. War breaks out on the Earth, and they all receive a message. Take control of the station by any means necessary. That sounds eerily similar to Rubicon. It looks entirely different. Uh, the it, This one looks a lot more tense and uh, looks really, really good. It looks like it has great performances. Yeah, um, I actually saw the trailer for this in the theater the other day when I went to go see Night Swim, believe it or not. Big, I this is definitely like big screen movie. It looks pretty intriguing. I think it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's not like the most crazy ingenious plot. You, The trailer pretty much spells out how the movie's going to go too. Yeah. But um, I think it looks cool. The idea, the idea of that happening is scary as shit. And uh, to be in those people's position uh, would be, would be pretty, pretty tense. <laughs> so I think it's a cool trailer. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by this. I might, I might lean towards a theater watch on this too, just because uh, the trailer had a good impact. That's on uh, in theaters January the nineteenth, yep. and yeah, it definitely looks like it's worth theater books. Um, also on January nineteenth, now this is the show coming to Showtime, and it's a limited series. the The woman in the wall. It's about it's it's exactly what it sounds like. A woman wakes, finds, moves into a new home, and finds a corpse in the wall. It's the uh, and this is inspired by a true story. Um, the catch here is that she's subject to sleepwalking, and she has no idea how she's involved with it. Um, it's a super interesting premise. I don't think the trailer really mm-hmm. does as well with it. It's a fine trailer, but it doesn't hit that story very well. But I, I it does look very interesting. Yeah, um, I'm glad you said that. The uh, this out of all the stuff we watched this week, uh, I don't know if it's just me. The trailer made it seem super like it was going to be super convoluted, yeah. and uh, I it I'm not I'm the trailer did it no favors for me. I wasn't left going like, ooh, I'm gonna check that out. I was left kind of going like, oh fuck, I don't, man, I'm worried about that. So I don't know. Check it out. Check out the trailer. See what you think. I, I think it smacks of something that might be a, a bit too much. Uh, yeah, just a little too convoluted for, for my taste. Speaking of weird trailers, so A Nanny's Revenge, it sounds very straightforward. Like mm-hmm. you would have watched this on Lifetime back in like 1993, straight into the point. And if based on the premise, it sounds like it's straight into the point. A nanny moves into the home and she's about to get revenge or something. But when you watch the trailer, I mean, me at least, I couldn't tell what was going on. Like, it was oh. so confusing. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't know who, like, there's guns being pulled and, like, all sorts of insinuation <laughs> happening here. Uh, there's, like, uh, multiple men with uh, hair and beard. I, I'm not going to lie. This is the kind of thing that, like, had we started watching it, like, for the show or something, I would have immediately kind of had this swell of emotion like oh shit this is gonna be one of those well okay this might you know like these could be pretty fun i don't know it looks like it's like popcorn trash and uh like it might be a ton of fun and like the worst thing you saw all year but you had a ton of fun with it 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 looks so weird like i couldn't tell who was good who was bad i could barely (laughs) make out who the nanny was (laughs) yeah they all look the same age yeah and then i couldn't tell like 
like if she was in the right was she partnering with the husband because that's kind of typical in these things or was she manipulating the husband because sure. that's also typical or was the wife in on it like you talk about convoluted like this Big thing time. had a lot going on i was <laughs> very confused by fast it, paced but... trailer fast paced absolutely but uh yeah nanny's revenge january the 21st <laughs> vod and digital <laughs> A few months back, we talked about a trailer for a new movie coming to Netflix. A vampire in the family is exactly what it sounds like. Um, a family is settling down for dinner when there's a knock on the door. And their very handsome stepbrother shows up. However, the patriarch of the family thinks there's something going on here. And he's going to get to the bottom of it. So a vampire in the family. The trailer looked really, really good when we first saw it. I remember talking about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, this movie, like, from very early on, never takes itself seriously no. at all. No, thank God it didn't. <laughs> like you said uh, before the show, we were talking about uh, our uh, Fernandio, our, uh, our star, uh, what's his name here, uh, Leandro Hassoum. Uh, he so we we are only uh, assuming he he must be the Adam Sandler of Brazil. This this guy's got all the uh, the uh, facial expression and uh, I mean he's like a cartoon character and uh, like like he's like Homer Simpson like in a lot of ways too. Um, if Homer Simpson was a former soccer player, uh, professional soccer player, he has this very light screen presence. Um, much like Adam Sandler does, and when he's not, you know, being a shiesty gym salesman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I loved how the movie just totally was leaning into just this goofy, silly, um, uh, in a way that I found. I don't know about you, but I, I found it kind of refreshing. I did, I did, because so um, vampires, I think more than any other monster, like really lend themselves to comedy. Which is, yeah. I mean, that's what we see them in, you know, rom coms and family movies and cartoons and all sorts of things. But um, the the funny thing is, the vampire part of it is actually pretty played down, really. Like the mm -hmm. movie really is focusing on the family of it. Like, yeah, there's there's vampires in it. And spoiler alert, we're going to talk a little bit about the movie, but we won't ruin it for anybody. But uh, obviously, there's vampires in it, and they do vampire things. But um, it's really about the family and surprisingly for like a movie that's this goofy and silly like they do a really good job of like exploring the characters yeah the i mean again it, it kind of took me by surprise in that regard that it i thought it was going to be kind of like um i, I presumed uh, falsely and well it is to some degree he where i, I was going to be like him just kind of following around the 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 brother-in-law and all that and he and he it's not really that it, it's kind of like it's kind of like him trying to convince everybody around him that, well, number one, that this guy's kind of an asshole, right. and <laughs> mostly that he's he's kind of, a, but like he's also not trying to. He knows that his family like really loves this guy, and like he's not trying to cause strife, but he's trying to get dirt on him. And the 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 bro, the boyfriend of the the daughter's like ex boyfriend their dynamic I found really fun. And so like, they're kind of like, they're kind of like tailing the guy and, and, but it's, it's, it's all those moments where they, all the families together 
um, where they're trying to call it, where he's trying to like make it known that something's up. That was all super fun. And you get to see how different, like everybody has a completely different role um, for the family and the family dynamic. Even you, you kind of see how their family unit works, which is surprising and, and, and charming. The, uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that he's kind of an asshole because <laughs> And that's kind of normal in these types of movies. The father is too overbearing or oblivious <laughs> or caught up in their own lives or whatever. And he's absolutely living on his past soccer fame. And <laughs> yeah, this. It's he's, it's, yeah, it's all, all he talks about. And he is an asshole. He's constantly making these little like sniping comments at the stepbrother. <laughs> like yeah. the entire time he's doing it, like no matter what, he has a smart ass comment to make. But um, usually by the end of the movie, they've come around and they've discovered family love and that they have thought too much about about themselves not this guy like <laughs> at nope. the end he makes it a point to remind people like hey i'm the vampire slayer like <laughs> i i save the world I'm and, the man, yeah. and and yeah you're, you're your brother he like well how come he doesn't have a job like i like forgetting <laughs> yeah. that he was a vampire for the past five years like yeah. i like how they um didn't go the typical route with him they did i think the uh the the yeah as a lead he was he was really fun he was like kind of dynamic you 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 saw him and like he as the character was like really um like totally fearless <laughs> like like he would get freaked out but like he was gung ho for every aspect and uh i i liked how they didn't i th i liked that the little his daughter um with the ex wife I like that they didn't turn her into like this just like total bitch. Like she was actually really a big part of why the plot would move along. And like, she was open to, to things and, and, and not just being your typical teenage jerk kid either. You know, they, they played with that, with that, you know, in a fun way, uh, the, the new wife, like her level of like obliviousness, <laughs> super funny, super, super funny. And, and not where you're like rolling your eyes. It's real stupid. Like she's just kind of like this go happy, go lucky really wants everybody to get along and have a good time. And, and I, I, I appreciated that. Like while they, while each role was kind of stereotypical or what, if you, if you want to call it that they, they were played to, to such comedic effect that they, they were in no way off putting. No, not one character was like, annoying i thought i think their commitment to all the characters is, is really what makes it work because you mentioned yeah. the wife being oblivious and just completely like trusting and in love of uh of, of her stepbrother as you know yeah. most sisters are but even at the end when it without a doubt he turns out that he is a servant of dracula and he is a <laughs> vampire she still takes his word <laughs> her husband's word at the very end I, I like that they continue to do that. Um, what did you think of the 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 pacing in this movie? Because parts of it, I was like, okay, it's moving along nicely as it should. Like they're not spending mm -hmm. too much time. But some parts of it felt like they kind of dragged. Yeah, I agree. The uh, it, it was oddly paced. Um, I thought I had a real nice clip at the at the beginning, but yeah, you kind of get about an hour in. Well, it's just it's just hard, man. I guess movie making's hard. But like they they re, they retread they kind of retread a few things um, that I didn't think they needed to, and instead of it kind of being like a fun, fun adventure, yeah, they kind of just got bogged down in like the same conversations and stuff. Um, the interaction with his ex wife, uh, the first time I thought that was kind of weird too. I thought it was just kind of oddly placed. Uh, it just it just seemed like I know he was, 
I, I I actually don't remember why he goes over there in the first place. I guess it's for his daughter because she's over there. She's staying with her. Um, but yeah, there was there was a couple times it, it kind of bogged itself down. But it, for the most part, I thought it picked itself right back up because it's. It, I don't think it's even an hour and a half long. It's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty short short flick. Yeah, it, it's very short. Like it has a story to tell. It tells the story and it gets out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just gets out of there. Um, a really good job of keeping the characters to a minimum, also, mm-hmm. uh, without overusing them. Because uh, you can get really tired, especially of, of of the father who he has his trademark squeal. The actors, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's his trademark because he does. Gotta be. It must be. He does it like it's like you're waiting the whole movie to hear it. Every time he does it, you're supposed to applaud or something. But I thought that the introduction of Dracula came out of nowhere. Like I, I, it was cool when they were like, "There's a businessman named uh, Axel Dracula or whatever." <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Come on, that has to be Dracula." Like I, I thought that was really cool. But when they showed him, I was like, "Oh, he's kind of kind of weird," and especially considering that they just beat him like nothing. Oh, the, uh, yeah, the, uh, it was, uh, so (laughs) I thought the climax of the movie was like rushed, really rushed (laughs) the, uh, I guess they're having a party at his wife's house who is, who has now been turned, um, at this point, I think right off screen uh, off screen. And, uh, yeah, there, there's some, some kind of fun interaction. I think I, I, I found the whole, um, well, the, the, the vampires are not, like there's no threat, <laughs> like like whatsoever. I not, I never... not even on a comedic level. Yeah, like there's no you not you do not feel at one time that anybody's in danger, and Dracula himself. Yeah, he's kind of like this, uh, like almost like Cassandro. Like he, he's yeah. almost like yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got this kind of look about him that isn't isn't spooky and stuff. And then I think he kind of turns into a giant bat. But like I don't know. I found the whole end kind of rushed and like there was no, there was no real stakes there. Uh, no pun intended no. <laughs> uh, uh, at all. And uh, what well, I didn't, it, it was still silly and funny and I was still enjoying myself, but um, <laughs> it definitely had, it had sad some flaws. It's um, you know, I guess it's kind of going in the opposite direction, but it is kind of cool to see a comedy that's just like, it just goes in with the comedy. They're like, they're not going to go too deep with the story. They're going to give you characters and they're going to present you some really cool characters. But at the end of the day, it's just all about having fun. There just happens to be vampires involved with it. And right. I could definitely applaud the movie for going that route. Yeah, no, I think they stuck to their guns. Uh, like you said, and I the, like the, the tone never shifts. Like there's, there's no tonal shift at all. It's all very light and goofy. And like, if there's going to be an opportunity for a dumb joke, they take it, you know? And like, I, I don't, I don't find, yeah, I don't find a problem with that. It, I think it's an interesting way to, to make a movie to, to like you said, to just go all in on the just joke and joke and joke and joke and joke. And like, I would love to see the note card wall with all the jokes that made it into this movie. You know, it's like, they all made it in. So um, <laughs> it, it, it's, is it is it like is it groundbreaking comedy or anything? No, hell no. Um, but it knows what it is, and I think there's some some pretty laugh out loud. Like I, I definitely laughed out loud uh, more than once, and I uh, I don't know. I I would like to see. I guess I would like to see more of what uh, this uh, Brazilian Adam Sandler's up to. So a vampire in the family. It's on Netflix right now. See, yeah. 
or no see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think there's anything. If you got Netflix and uh, this sounded fun to you at all, you should definitely check it out. I, I, I had a perfectly good time with it. Um, yeah, yeah, low, low stakes. <laughs> well, if you're watching Hubie Halloween and a murder mystery and uh, I, I disinvited you to my bar mitzvah or bar mitzvah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Then... Yeah, oh God. If you're watching all that stuff, then this is like right up your alley. You yeah. will probably love this movie. And um, I guess it's really easy to be dismissive of Adam Sandler. But no, this this movie is a whole lot of fun. If you're a vampire horror fan, then this isn't for you, really. Like, this is no. simply about putting something on and vegging out. And like you said, you, you'll get a couple of laughs out of it. And yeah, I, I definitely say check it out. <laughs> Our feature presentation is Sunrise, and I'm just going to read the synopsis because um, I don't know how to describe this movie. <laughs> when an ex-cop named Fallon returns to the scene of a horrific crime, the residents of a rural town soon discover that this dark visitor is really a vampire. After he's befriended by a kind immigrant family, the instinctive killer is faced with a choice between revenge and and redemption so that's kind of the the cliff notes version of the synopsis so my first question to you what vampire did, did i miss something because like uh, he is initially scared of the sun he does drink blood but um i mean he doesn't have fangs he doesn't suck he doesn't turn into a bat or fog or he doesn't summon rats like did, did i miss something in this no uh you didn't because we got Ooh, boy, maybe 40 minutes into this before I was like that there he. Okay. So he is a, he's the vampire. <laughs> like I, I didn't. Yeah, no, 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 no. This movie, um, it felt like it was supposed to be something else. Like not a, not a vampire movie. <laughs> well, it starts off with title cards talking about a demon. It does. It like does. no mention at all. It's like a, a local legend. It, uh -huh. it, it seems like it's like a, they do mention First Nations. So maybe it's like an, an indigenous legend type of thing. But um, it mentions nothing about vampires at all. And, no. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, there are bizarre flashbacks, right? To time unknown. None of Hold which involves stakes. Or sucking of blood. <laughs> No, I, I I was completely lost yeah. in this movie. Like, um, so right off the bat, immediate red red flag. Guy Pierce, like his first, and I like Guy Pierce, great actor. I love Guy Pierce. He, he's awesome. Like his first, um, I don't know, ten words or something. It's just a series of racial slurs. That's it. So, red flag right there is like, okay, they want you to know this guy's a bad guy because he's a racist. We're not going to present you with a layered character with any stretch of the imagination. We're just going to yep. have him say a bunch of shitty things and you're going to hate him. He's a dick. Yeah. Man, yeah he, was... He's a dick. He's a good, he plays a good dazzle. Immediately. And so right off the bat, that kind of takes a little bit of the shine off of the, the character yeah. free, but then I'm thinking like, well, we'll see where this goes because you know, this is like right in the very beginning, but the movie never ever forgetting we'll get away from the vampire stuff for a while, but it never even establishes a tone. I was actually, yeah, I, I was actually kind of just really confused by the whole thing. I, I didn't, I never really quite understood his motivations other than he was just real mean. 
and I guess he. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he just he he did not like the the uh, were they were they Asian. Uh, I, 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 uh, indigenous, I'm in the first part, they talk about First Nation stuff in the, in the okay, movie. so I'm right. assuming, but you know, to your point, who the fuck knows? I, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I was not trying to sound insensitive there. I, I really didn't know what the what the movie, <laughs> I don't know what the writers knew. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, I don't, I really don't know what, like, why they were the target, um, other than they were like newcomers into town, but then it was. Totally laden, totally laden with racism. Uh, he, he like there's lots of your type kind of to kind of talk by constantly and constantly our, our our glorious past and they, yeah. they they all but said make America great again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like y'all wouldn't know about that now, would you? Like he says like that kind of shit a whole bunch. And and don't get me wrong, I I love Guy Pierce. This is a dud, dude. Super dud, like for him. Um. I, I didn't think he brought really anything to that character other than just kind of slimy hate and like cool. That's a, that's that's one dimensional though. Uh, that I I didn't even know why the guy had like power in town. To be honest with you, he was like a city councilman and a pastor. I don't fucking know. Any on a bar? Any on a bar? Oh yeah. Why well, I gotta fucking sit around and ask for a drink at my own bar? That's right. He does say that. Um, <laughs> That's such yeah. a good point. Like, who was this dude? Like, because usually, because this is this this movie full of lazy writing. In, in oh. the movie. usually one of the like tricks of lazy writing is to say something to the effect of "my family founded this town" or "we right. were one of the." Fr-. We don't even get that much in this. No, no. Ask Bill Mosley how to do it. He he's done it multiple times, multiple times. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's. No, there, there's none of that. He has like a rant at church, right? That's like bizarre. And it's like he's got dirt on everybody. It's yeah. like everybody in town's got dirt. And they they describe, uh, like I saw a little write-up, they describe him as like a demagogue, which is like, I guess, I guess that's like the perfect description of it, what he is. But like, that doesn't that still doesn't make sense. Like why, who, what, how? Was he part of the corporate entity that ran big... Big farm operate. I don't fucking know. Also, there's apparently a vampire guy lurking around in the woods. Um, that get, you get a flashback to events. I think that were ten or twenty years previous. Uh, I think ten years. Yeah. Okay. Still not. I did not understand those flashbacks, dude. I did not. Can, can you tell me what was supposed to be? What I was supposed to be learning? Because it seemed like every time they cut back, we were on a new. Something else was happening. So what I got from it, and so I definitely got the ex-cop thing. He was an ex-cop. Definitely he uh, was a cop. Okay, I did I did understand that. All right, I did get that. He was yep. absolutely trying to clean up the town. Um, so I'm thinking he wasn't married to um an indigenous person. I, I I'm thinking he was. So the townspeople didn't like him. Um okay. the guy Pierce character was already like well ensconced in his in his power there from what i can get and i don't know how they came they did it or because it was so the flashbacks were so choppy and all over the place like they somehow kidnapped him and his wife and (laughs) tied them to a tree yeah i did not fucking get that and i guess the demon that they talk about at the beginning who's named the red coat uh so i'm assuming he's some sort of british ghost from the revolutionary war like as come and he 
kills the wife, I guess. I thought she I don't was know. just gone. Did she just disappear? I think she just vanishes. Maybe she was the red coat. <laughs> Maybe she's but, a fucking vampire, dude. I, oh, I didn't think of that because I thought she was dead for some reason. But okay, so she's out of the picture one way or another. Oh, I'm assuming that the demon gave him some sort of power. But, oh, okay. Uh, I, I want to learn how to play this here guitar. <laughs> What I was confused about is like, so that was 10 years ago. If that was like <laughs> days ago, it would kind of make more sense. Yeah. He just wanders into this family's life. Yeah. yeah like he, life. like, and he's all grimy and dirty. Like he's been out in the woods for a while. Yeah. Like, like he just rolled out of a grave. <laughs> yeah. Like literally. So if they had said like, okay, 10 days ago or even 10 weeks ago. <laughs> sure. Been, but 10 years ago, like, I mean, that made no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, the ten year thing was really fucking my fucking my uh my fucking like how I was understanding the movie. Comprehension's the word I'm trying to find. There we go. It's one of those things that's super important, but also I think I was paying too much attention to it because it didn't make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was supposed to be very important, but none of it made sense. Oh. And I was so wrapped up in trying to figure out the timeline that the rest of the movie I couldn't pay as much attention to. Not that there was much to pay attention to, because we we focus on Guy Pierce and how like like he's he he's mean and he's yeah. whatever that he is, but it's not just Guy Pierce. Like what's up with the main character? Like like we're talking about like why is he how is but the immigrant immigrant family like well you know what if they're an immigrant family then they can't be indigenous, can they? Right. So I really don't know what they are. So um, Yeah, see we don't know. <laughs> We actually don't fucking know. No, I really don't know now. But um there's nothing to them either. Like, so yeah. they're being harassed. She's not gonna put up with any shit, but other than that, like, I mean, they have a daughter, there's something going on there. The son, that's another thing. They have all these subplots. Mm -hmm. The son has a crush on one of the white girls there, but I don't know if oh yeah, I don't know if the other kid was upset. Just as kids get upset when one dude has a crush on someone else, yeah, and is it because of who he is that they were upset? Like, it just kind of. And I guess that dude was the son of of uh, like, the asshole, yeah. Which has again makes no difference, no fucking difference until it has to make a difference. <laughs> but up until then, I just thought he was some rando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's now that you mentioned, there's, there's like. There's too many fucking characters. Well, the, and then they, they put all this uh, heavy onus on like his mom or whatever. Is it his mom? Or she, who's the I who's mean, the old lady? The 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 one Texas with the Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Oh, that lady. I, I know who you're talking about. The guy Fox. Uh, guy Fox. Guy <laughs> Pierce's mom. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce's mom. Yeah. I'm assuming that's because he really really cares for her. He, he's the only person he cared about, yeah. and she's a real bitch too. Totally. Like and that's you're right. That's because there's also um what's his face the 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 ex cop he goes to visit her at night uh even though they've shown that he come out during the day and um did he do something leading to her death because she's dead like two scenes he's later dead, like two scenes. I I can honest to God say I'm sure there's people listening going like did these fucking guys even watch this movie I guarantee you we watched this movie it is 
it is it is nonsensical and the more and the more we talk about it the less sense it makes actually it, it it's this is this is baffling um this is one of the first times i've ever heard us be like are you what <laughs> and then, then they did what like <laughs> So you you told me you were going to start the movie, and I started yeah. it like fifteen or twenty minutes after you. So we were watching this pretty much simultaneously. <laughs> okay. And I'll be honest with you, when the movie was over, like I didn't think like, oh, this is a great movie. I thought like, okay, shit ton of flaws, shit ton of flaws. But you know, it is not a bad movie per se because yeah, I talked about the tone earlier and how they never get it across. One thing they get across really well. Is and it's not the hardest thing to do, but it's small town, low income America, and you do get that like kind of like that movie River's Edge we we watched uh, oh, yeah, last yeah, year, yeah. like where it's uh, depressing and oppressive and just like everyone's just in a shitty way and like yeah. and, like they're a product of their upbringing type of thing, and mm -hmm. that they get across really well. So I, I was. After the initial viewing, I was like, yeah, lots and lots and lots wrong with this movie. But um, I will say that at least I got the vibe of it. But as we're talking about it now, I'm like, okay, yeah, it got that vibe across. But how fucking hard is that when it's like yeah. a bar, um, a school bus, and a, a rundown home? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good point. Um, it's it. Th this movie is like, it's like this skeleton of a bad movie in a in like a nice suit like it looks like like <laughs> like the movie looks good um like the cinematography is good um i actually think like the direction and, and the shots were were well done acting not bad but like it's it's it, it doesn't even it, it's like a it's like an unfinished like equation to me in my brain now like it, it like it, it's like it yeah it, it's like it's not whole i guess yeah because i, I kind of had the same reaction i was kind of going like well shit like i mean that is guy pierce over there right and, and, and he is guy pierce <laughs> he's guy piercing it up i mean even if the character kind of sucks like he's guy piercing it and uh his beard looks great i will give him that yes um but yeah it, i i i found and well like our our vampire lead guy as far as him go, I and just again the, the writing uh, I think f fails this this actor, but yeah. just totally, totally, totally just boring uh, character, uh, and 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 it must have been a boring role for him because there's really not a there's really not a whole lot to do, and uh, even when you're you're supposed to be like highly emotive and stuff, it, it doesn't he isn't you know that character isn't that way, so it, it's yeah it's just a, it's kind of just like. Yeah, it's like a it's like a puppet made out of weird the tongue depressors and cotton balls and masking tape and he's too the main character is too much of like the too cool for school thing. Like, definitely, definitely. Like the uh they do the the typical he scene smolders way too much. Way too much. They do the typical scene where like the first time he shows that he's not a bad dude and he kind of like <laughs> tries to save the mom and you're like, okay, now he's gonna come out of a show, we're gonna get more and more and more of it. Like no, like even the scenes with his girlfriend. Oh, it's it's there's nothing there. I mean, he screams every once in a while, but like he's like that, the the guy on those Liberty Mutual Liberty Bibbity. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> and like I was thinking, like at the end of at the end of it, I was like, you know, like you mentioned Guy Pierce and this dude, even I was like, you know, like they did a fine job for what they were given. 
and you know if you're giving sure yeah but that doesn't excuse it (laughs) like i i was looking for excuses for this movie because i will say this it has cool ideas in it like we we touch on like the xenophobia and the nationalism and the the poor town and and there's a demon and a vampire apparently involved (laughs) in it like you put this all together and you have eh, maybe it's generic or whatever but it's an engaging story but like you said it's some weird science experiment that they just (laughs) they forgot to flip the switch (laughs) yeah they didn't put the vinegar in the volcano man like uh, yeah just real real odd it's ultimately i i am now (laughs) with my two thousand foot view um it's a real it's one of the more odd uh movies we've ever watched on this on this here podcaster so um sunrise it's on VOD Digital right now. See or no see? <laughs> uh, no, uh, I think I think you can pass on uh, Sunrise. I, I don't think it's a vampire movie, as much as they like to claim it is. Uh, I don't know. Guy Pierce is 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 entertaining. Um, acting's okay, but uh, ultimately uh, it, it fell really flat. And as you can tell, we're kind of just uh, kind of baffled by it. So I'm gonna say pass. Initially, I I, I was thinking that this was the most average of average movies that we've ever seen like uh, like blends into the background like a polar bear <laughs> in a blizzard type of thing <laughs> that was my initial thought but as i talk about it with you and i'm thinking of it and i'm trying to remember it and i'm looking at my notes and my notes don't make any sense <laughs> like i'm realizing that this isn't one of the most average movies this is like a bad bad movie so um i would say to definitely avoid this Every week, you could check us out here. We're part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network, where they have all sorts of horror-themed podcasts, including ourselves. We have an open review policy. We'll take on vampire movies, even if there are no vampires. But any ideas that you have, send them our way. Please send them our way and do that on the old social media. Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at Adventures in Movies, and you can find us individually out there as well. Nathaniel, I call him Patrick. He's on Instagram at Adventures in Nathan. I'm Blake. I'm on Twitter at four eyed horror regine is out there as well danger chavez and well next week it's time for the realm of satan and death to her Ooh, check that out um you can find us on apple podcasts you can go to spotify you go to on amazon music where they have podcasts now including ourselves also check us out on morbidly beautiful wherever you listen to us make sure to give us a rating or just tell a friend to listen and that's our cue. We will talk to you next week. Make a vampire movie if you call it a vampire movie.